Welcome to episode 273. In the beginning was the Word, and... The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Spending time in the Word of God is the best way to spend time with God. Welcome to No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast, where we will encourage, inspire, and empower you to live your best life in Christ. Here's Greg. Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, we are continuing on with spiritual audacity. I know we're probably going to be on this for a little bit, and some of you may be a little bit uncomfortable with this, but I think we need to get used to it. I think this is where the body of Christ needs to start living, that we need to be audacious in our following of God, in our following of Jesus, in our reading of the Word, and in our putting what we read and what we hear into effect. We actually have to go and get after this faith walk. We actually have to do something. Here's a newsflash. God is not going to do it for you. You have to use your faith to make something happen down here. Now, I didn't write the book, and there's only one way that I can read that faith comes. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. This might be a little early for my soapbox moment, but we have to be in the Word of God for it to have any effect in our lives. And I believe that we are inundated day and night with negative thoughts, with negative images, with the negativeness of the world and the punk and our bodies, our mind, will, and emotion, if we have not renewed our mind, in Romans 12, 1 says, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present yourself a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is our reasonable service. And do not be transformed by this world, but be ye transformed." by the renewing of your mind, so that you may know what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We have got to renew our mind because it is constantly under attack. And I know I haven't talked about the punk in a while, but he is always coming after you. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what you're thinking. There's always probably something going on in the background If you haven't noticed, if you ever go out to a restaurant to eat, there's always, seems like racket or music. And sometimes it's so loud you can't even talk. You can't even have a conversation with the people that you came there to the restaurant to eat with. And I think that that is on purpose. We're so heavily distracted and we don't have time to just get into the Word of God. We don't have to just sit down and just meditate on this thing. And I know that I'm a fanatic, and I know that most of the people that watch this video or hear this podcast don't spend as much time in the Word as I do, but I think you should. And I'm not saying that I spend a whole lot of time in the Word. I probably spend probably 45 minutes to an hour a day, but I believe that we are going to live in a totally different world someday for eternity. And I think the longer and the stronger we get in this world about the next world and how spiritual things work, the better we're going to do here and there. So I want to dig back in, and I want you to remember that David, we're talking about David and his spiritual audacity, and he had just heard from Goliath. He had just come in the place where they were going out to battle, and that's kind of funny because none of them was fighting. 
They just had Goliath walk out there. I think he come out a couple of times a day, but he would just curse the Israelites and he would curse their God and he would defy somebody to come out. And David heard all this. And we're going to pick that up after he heard it. Then it's on. Because once David hears this, he can't unhear it. And I just want you to see what's going on with David is that he gets righteously indignant because David knows who he is in God. And I think, again, we're going to use this example because like in the previous episode, I talked about how John the Baptist, where Jesus said of those born of women, none were greater than John the Baptist. But he said even the least of those in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he or John the Baptist. So you and I are greater than the greatest prophet in the Old Testament because we have the Holy Spirit. We have the word of God. We have Jesus' name that we can use. We have so many weapons that John the Baptist didn't have, that King David did not have. David was a man after God's own heart. And the reason that I'm talking about him instead of John the Baptist is because Jesus is the king of kings. And I think we need to understand what a king does and who a king is. And so we are getting after this thing. Kings conquer things. And the Bible says in multiple places that we are going to go from victory to victory or we're more than conquerors. And I just see the church, a lot of people in the church are just as weak and have just as many problems and do just the same things as everyone that doesn't have Jesus. And I just think that's wrong. I think that we need to start taking different and more bold action and expecting the Bible to work. Now, it's not going to work perfectly every time, but when you start expecting things and you start walking in faith and that hope, and then you dig in or tie into or grab onto that grace that's in heaven, that, that grace of God, I believe that things are going to start happening. And that's what I want to encourage you. I want to remind you that in Proverbs 18, 21, I think it was King Solomon that wrote it, that says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those that love it will live by its fruit. I think it's something like that. But death and life are in the power of the tongue. And I, you have got to speak this thing out. This faith is voice activated. Remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And we're going to dig in with David. When he starts hearing these things, they start talking about everything the person that kills Goliath is going to get. And David was motivated. And I think that you and I are motivated by things. And that's fine. I think that's the way God made us. If David was a man after God's own heart, I want you to hear what they say to David. And this is in 1 Samuel 17, 25. So the men of Israel said, Have you seen this man who has come up? Surely he has come to defy Israel. And it shall be that the man who kills him, the king will enrich with great riches, will give him his daughter and give his father's house exemption from taxes in Israel. Then David spoke to the men who stood by him, saying, What shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered him in this manner, saying, So it shall be done for this man who kills him. And I want to stop there because most people are thinking, No, we're just, we're not supposed to want anything or we're not supposed to, we're not supposed to work towards rewards for heaven. I think that's a bunch of garbage. I believe that my goal in life is to hear Father God when I die and go to heaven. 
I want to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. And I believe that God has showed me the more people that I can help hear, well done, my good and faithful servant, the better shot I've got of hearing it myself. So I'm here. I guess we could call that selfish reasons for why I'm doing this. But I really just want to encourage you to get into the Word of God. It has changed my life. My favorite scripture again is Revelation 12, 11, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. We have got the blood of Jesus. The blood of the Lamb has taken away every sin. Jesus' blood has been shed. It's not, he's not going to shed another drop of blood. He did it all on Calvary over 2,000 years ago. That is a finished work. And your testimony is never going to change. You just need to embrace it. You need to figure out what your testimony is. What has God done for you? And so we can disarm the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. And we're going to see how David spoke to Goliath. We're going to see, remember, death and life is in the power of the tongue, and we're going to get into it real quick, how David spoke these words, and it came to pass just as he spoke them. In 1 Samuel 17, 34, but David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep, and when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defiled the armies of the living God. Moreover, David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. So we're going to stop there. I I saw we're getting a little bit long on time, and I want to keep these short. We'll finish this story up in the next episode. If you've ever read the story, and I gave you homework last episode to read chapter 16 and 17 of 1 Samuel. And I want you to get into that. And if you've ever heard the story of David and Goliath, you know how how it ends. But I want to look specifically at what Goliath said in the next episode and what David said. But I want to concentrate in this episode of what Saul had told David and how David used his testimony about what happened in his life. And it encouraged him and it gave him the strength and the courage to go against this giant. And I want you also to see that David never recognized Goliath by his given name. Goliath, when they said the word Goliath, fear came from that word. And that words have power. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. And Goliath had a reputation of being a champion of the Philistines. And he killed anybody that ever stood in front of him. And so David probably knew this. And if he didn't, he sure enough didn't give him any credit. I think he probably knew it and just said, heck with it. I ain't talking to his name. And I think that's what we need to do when we start coming against our enemies, and our enemies are not people. Again, we do not fight against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against the powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, and against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Those are the people we're fighting against, and those are the people that we need to just target when we are going after something to battle. We need to take on these spiritual hosts 
these principalities and these powers. And we need just to kick the crap out of them. We need to kick them in the teeth and we need to bind them up in Jesus' name and cast them out of our lives. We can do that. And you've, if you've listened to a lot of my episodes, you'll know just how to do it. And if not, we'll talk about it again. I want you to see that David gave his testimony and that is what disarms the enemy. It is the blood of the lamb. David didn't even have the blood of the lamb. David just had his testimony and he destroyed the giant. Imagine the one-two punch we've got when we've got the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Satan does not have a chance. And we have the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus can say with confidence, John the Baptist was the mightiest. And this is in Matthew eleven eleven, I believe, that he said, of those born of women, there has been none risen like John the Baptist. But those that are least in the kingdom of heaven are greater than he. And it's something like that. And I'll put it up on the screen. But Jesus was saying that we have more power if we are even just but a worm in the kingdom of heaven. If we are the least and a dishwasher or a bathroom cleaner in heaven, we have got more power than John the Baptist had. And John the Baptist was the greatest of everyone born of women before Jesus came. So I want you to think about this. I want to leave it here. We're going to pick this up on the speaking and the talking, but David gave his testimony. And that's one of the reasons why I think I love Revelation 12, 11, is because you have to be active in your faith. You have to tell people what God has done for you. And that disarms the enemy. The blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony and the did not love their lives to the death is a sacrificial lifestyle. It is saying, I don't care if I live or die. This person needs to know what I know. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much for your word. God, I thank you for King David and the example. God, I thank you that your Holy Spirit is with us and it was with David. And we can see that as we are moved by the Holy Spirit, that we can have courage and we can have power and we can get things done. And Lord, I pray for this listener that they would just feel that courage and that power rise up inside of them as they read their word and as you lead them into all truth. God, we thank you. We love you. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for being a part of this, and I look forward to visiting with you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com. 